Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, the Titans have a ton of in-house free agents that they need to make decisions on. Guys on the defensive side of the ball, like David Long on offense, guys like Nate Davis and Austin Hooper. Should they bring them back? How much will they cost? And we'll talk about restricted free agency as the Titans have a few RFAs they got to decide on. What does that all entail? I'm breaking it all down and more on today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, it is day two of off-season roadmap week. We are breaking down the Titans' in-house free agents, whether they should sign them back, how much they'll cost, all of that. Before we get into it, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash on. To get started today, also want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content on all platforms all year round and always free. Make sure you get subscribed and stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast, the number one Tennessee Titans podcast in the world. Very proud to say that, and I do appreciate all of your guys' support. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that notification bell. Throw a thumbs up on the video as well. The podcast is always free. All I ask for in return is the press of a button. But it is day two of off-season roadmap week. Yesterday, we talked about the Titans cut candidates, who they should consider cutting to save money on the cap. Today, we're going to talk in-house free agents. The next two days, we're going to talk about the Titans' needs on offense and defense and whether they should address those needs through the draft, through free agency, or through both. Friday, we will have a seven-round mock draft. So every step of the offseason, we're going to cover it this week to get you ready with the Locked On Titans podcast. I do have a feeling that the Titans may hire an offensive coordinator soon too. So if that happens, I'll be here to break down that news immediately for you guys as well. But with that being said, let's dive into these in-house free agents. And I want to start with the two biggest in-house free agents that the Titans have. Number one on defense, linebacker David Long. David Long played fantastic football this year when he was healthy. Now, the health is the issue. And if we're honest, if David Long would have been healthy throughout his career, he would be getting a lot more money than he's probably going to get this offseason. But the reality is, with some of the injury concerns, he was a late-round draft pick as it is. David Long's price is going to be a little bit more manageable for the Titans. And for me, it's cut and dry. They need to bring David Long back. One, they're not in a position to go out and sign a linebacker in free agency like a Terrell Edmonds or something like that. Uh, and also... I don't think the Titans should be taking a linebacker too high in the draft. The reality here is you can find good inside linebackers and off-ball linebackers late in the draft. Look at a guy like Dre Greenlaw from San Francisco who ran, ran Carthon, had a hand in drafting. David Long himself, 
a late round linebacker. Before him, Jayon Brown was probably the best linebacker that the Titans had for a while. He was better than Rashawn Evans, and Evans was a higher draft pick than Jayon Brown. So you can find off-ball linebackers late in the draft who can be steady contributors. So with that in mind, I think that you need to get David Long under a manageable contract, bring him back, and then you can add a late-round linebacker or go with Monty Rice, go with Chance Campbell, Jack Gibbons, something like that. That would be the move, but you need to bring back one reliable linebacker who you know you can count on. And David Long has proven that he can be a guy who can stop the run and be a guy who's pretty solid against the pass as well. And like I said, you're going to get David Long on a better contract than you probably would have otherwise if he was healthy all year long. According to uh, SpotTrack, the market evaluation for David Long is going to be $4.9 million a year. So we're talking about $5 million bucks a season. Probably the estimate here is a, a two-year contract worth $10 million. That would make him the 42nd highest paid linebacker in the league. And we know David Long is much better than the 42nd linebacker in the NFL. So that would be an absolute bargain. Now, I think even if the Titans gave him a longer deal, like a three-year deal, we're talking about an AAV and... Uh, annual average value of about $5 million. And the way that contracts are structured, you're going to hear me bring this up a lot, is the Titans will give bonuses along with salary. So what they'll do is in that very first year of the contract, they give out the signing bonus. That'll allow the Titans to have the salary even lower than $5 million. They'll probably have a, a salary cap hit or a, a, at least a salary for David Long of about 2 to $3 million and then give him a good chunk of money and bonus money to help keep that cap hit low. So I think bringing back David Long is an absolute yes. You're going to get him at a value because of the injuries. I think it's a perfect move for the Titans to bring him back on offense. The biggest free agent for the Titans is Nate Davis. And look, guys, Nate Davis, again, has had some health issues himself, but that's going to bring his price down. And the reality is the Titans can't go in the next year, in my opinion, with four open offensive line spots. They simply don't have the resources to be able to fill all four of those spots. You want to fill three, you want to fill two. I think that's reasonable and manageable and can get you back to a pretty good offensive line. But if you go into the offseason needing to fill left tackle, left guard, center, and right guard, I think that's a recipe for disaster. We know that Nate Davis can play great football when he's healthy and when he has a competent offensive line around him. Okay, so you look at the spot track market valuation for Nate Davis. $7 million a year annually, about a three-year, $22 million contract is the estimate. It'd be the 19th highest paid guard contract in the league. And again, it's not going to be $7 million on the cap. They're going to give him a bonus up front when he signs the contract. And they could probably have his salary cap hit be two, three. $4 million. So you're going to be able to manage the cap even if you sign him. So you could get David Long and Nate Davis back for about $7 million on the cap, even if they get more money than that because of the way bonuses are structured. I think the Titans have to bring back David Long and Nate Davis. They're their two priority in-house free agents. And I would be pretty concerned if they let both of those guys walk because now you've created just way more holes than you have the resources to fill on both sides of the ball. So for me, slam dunk. You bring back David Long. You bring back Nate Davis, especially at these prices, at this rate, that is the estimate value. I think 
uh, it's a pretty much a no-brainer to bring back both of those guys. But we got a lot more free agents to dive into. Austin Hooper, Tierra Tart, Nick Westbrook-Akina, Demarcus Walker, and some of those guys are restricted free agents. So I'm going to spend some time breaking down what restricted free agency looks like in the NFL and how the Titans should manage that going forward. Before we get into that, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by BlueNile.com. Look, fellas, Valentine's Day is coming up, which means romance is in the air more than usual. And I don't need to tell all you lovebirds that you need to have your stuff together for Valentine's Day. Look, you probably already had your date planned for a few weeks on the calendar. Have you found the perfect Valentine's Day gift yet? Whether you're celebrating that day of romance or you're just ready to pop the question, you can find jewelry as unique as she is with a modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. At BlueNile.com, you can find the perfect piece of jewelry for life's special moments or even create the custom engagement ring of her dreams. They have simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, the size, the clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers even have the ability to help you handcraft the perfect piece right to your specifications. Blue Nile's diamond prices are guaranteed to allow you to get a comparable price to the diamond competitors in the industry. Every order is insured and arrives quickly in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. And shipping is free and so are returns. Right now, you can save up to 50% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com for up to 50% off. Once again, Blue Nile. Dot com. Titans fans, we are going to continue breaking down the Titans in-house free agents, how they should operate with those free agents, what they may get paid, and we're going to break down how restricted free agency works in the NFL. Excited to dive into that. Before we do, want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, today is day two of off-season roadmap week. Yesterday, we did the in-house cut candidates for the Titans. Go back and check that out if you missed it. Today, in-house free agents. Tomorrow and the next day, we're doing team needs on offense and defense and whether those needs should be addressed via free agency, draft, or both. Probably have a full seven-round mock draft on Friday on the last day of the week, unless the Titans hire an offensive coordinator, of course, and then we'll have to pivot the schedule a little bit for the breaking news. But either way, it's a great week to stay locked in and get subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast. Do want to tell you guys about something pretty cool, though. Locked On is headed to the Senior Bowl. The Senior Bowl is one of the biggest parts of the pre-draft process. And if you want to get inside analysis from hosts that cover the NFL's next generation in college, I would check out the Locked On NFL Draft YouTube channel or podcast feed. They're going to be doing nightly shows from the Super Bowl on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern to break down everything that took place at Senior Bowl practices that day. It'll be an excellent resource for you guys trying to get ready for the draft. But moving forward, back into the cut candidate or the in-house free agents here. Number one, do want to mention Austin Hooper. And look, Austin Hooper was a glorified Anthony Ferkser last year. He's not a good enough blocker 
to be the number one tight end for the Titans, but he did add a ton of value as a pass catcher for the Titans, so it's a tough decision. But the reality here is Austin Hooper's market evaluation right now is about six and a half to seven million dollars. And with the Titans' current cap situation, unless they sign Hooper to a two-year deal where they can heavily load it with bonuses to keep the cap hit down, I just don't see a way that you can bring Hooper back because you're going to have Chigakonkwo and you need to feature Chigakonkwo, who was one of the top-rated tight ends in the NFL as a late-round rookie. You have to get Chigakonkwo more involved, and that would be at the expense of an Austin Hooper. And if you have a guy like Chigakonkwo as your primary tight end, who maybe isn't the best blocker at tight end in the NFL, well, then your second tight end has to be a consistent blocker. And I know you guys are thinking, well, how'd that work with Swaim? You need somebody better than Jeff Swaim in the passing department. But either way, the idea still stands. With a guy like Chigakonkwo as your number one tight end, your second tight end has to be a guy you can count on to block and simply Austin Hooper isn't. So whatever the Titans used Austin Hooper to do last year, you need to shift those responsibilities to Chickaconquo. And for that reason, I cannot justify the Titans bringing Austin Hooper back at $7 million. And Hooper at this stage in his career is looking at one-year contracts. When you have a one-year contract, it makes it difficult to manage the cap. The Titans already last year when they signed Hooper added a void year to his contract to try to finagle the cap a little bit more. They just don't have the ability to do that again. So I, I would love to have Hooper back, but financially speaking, where the Titans are at and with Chickaconqua waiting in the wings, I just don't think Austin Hooper can be back. I hope he is, but I just don't see it happening. Also want to mention a guy like Demarcus Walker who had seven sacks for the Titans, had a career year. Look, if I'm Demarcus Walker, you got to be smart here, man. You had your best season of your entire career. You finally look like the guy who was drafted highly out of Florida State. You need to stay with the Titans. And it's not like Demarcus Walker is going to get some kind of super lucrative long-term contract from another team out there. So if he's getting one-year deals for affordable rates like three, four, five million million, $5 I think the Titans need to try to find a way to bring Demarcus Walker back because in the Titans system, he simply played his best football of his entire NFL career, and he, he should recognize that and try to do it again, and then maybe you could parlay that into a bigger contract with another team. But I think Walker should understand the value that he brings to the Titans, but the value that the Titans bring to him. So, excuse me, I think the Titans do find a way to bring back Demarcus Walker, and I can't wait to have him back in the fold and have him with Harold Landry, Danico Autry, Jeffrey Simmons, Demarcus Walker, that is a rush package, folks. So you add in Rashad Weaver, maybe an edge drafted. Really good group to get that Titans pass rush back to consistency for next year. I do want to spend a moment here and talk about the Titans' two, well, three restricted free agents. Tier Tart, Nick Westbrook-Akina, and Aaron Brewer. So let's start with Tier Tart. Tart really flashed this year. He really improved. We knew that he was good at stopping the run, but Tart really, really took a step as a pass rusher for the Titans, which add into the group that I was just talking about, and you are really cooking there with a great six-man pass rush rotation, okay? Tart is a restricted free agent, so what does that mean for the Titans? also want to mention that the reason the Titans were so good at stopping the run with Nickel was because Tart was so good at holding two blockers at the same time. 
And that allows David Long to play freely and not have blockers on him. Tart is so important to what the Titans do on defense. They got to bring him back. But he is a restricted free agent. So here's what happens when you're a restricted free agent in the NFL. The team that has you, the Titans with Tart, has the ability to put a tender on you. So a first round tender, a second round tender, original round tender, which is the original round you were drafted in. Tier Tart is an undrafted free agent, so that probably wouldn't work for the Titans. And right of first refusal, which is just like NBA restricted free agency, where you just have the ability to match what the team offers Tart or, or refuse it, of course. So what happens when you put a tender on a player is there is a monetary value assigned to that player. So for example, I think what the Titans should do is put a second round tender on Tier Tart. So if a team decides to sign Tier Tart, they have to give the Titans a second round draft pick. But if nobody decides to offer Tier Tart, then the Titans have to bring him back on a one-year deal worth $3.9 million. So I would put a second round tender on Tier Tart. If nobody else decides to give him a deal, then you pay him one year, $3.9 million. I think that's a good deal for how important Tart is to the Titans' defensive scheme. What I would much prefer is the Titans to put the second round tender on Tart to make sure they don't lose him for nothing, but then work out a long-term deal with Tart about three years, $14 million. And then again, the method that I mentioned before, you give him a good signing bonus up front, which can get his cap hit down to one and a half, two million million, $2 for this season. The Titans are going to have a ton of cap space in 2024. They need to get through 2023 and survive it, financially speaking. So the best way to do that is to give signing bonus money to keep cap hit low. They did this with Harold Landry. They did this with Bud Dupree. It's basically how they operate with all their contracts. Very common in the NFL to give signing bonus to keep cap hit down. Look at Deshaun Watson's deal. The Browns gave Deshaun Watson like $250 million guaranteed and his salary was $1 million last season because the bonus money they gave him up front. So that's a real world example of how this works, even if it's on the high end of the spectrum. So. Tier Tart is a restricted free agent. I think he would have potential suitors if he hit unrestricted free agency if the Titans just let him go. But I think the right thing is put a second round tender on Tart. So if someone signs him for way more than you want to pay, you get a second round pick. If not, you pay one year, $3.9 million, and you keep Tart on the team. I hope that they work out a long-term deal. Again, I'm thinking three years, $14 million with about you know six or $7 million in bonus money to keep the cap hit low. But either way, that's how restricted free agency works. And Tier Tart is clearly the most important restricted free agent that the Titans have. But we have a ton more guys to talk about to cap out the show. Nick Westbrook-Akina, Aaron Brewer, who are also restricted free agents. Guys like Corey Levin, uh, Andrew Adams, Naquan Jones, Josh Dobbs as well. So we're going to talk about all those guys in just a moment. Before we get into it, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is the official sports book partner of Locked On and the official sport, sports book partner of the NFL. And this year, FanDuel is the only app you need at your Super Bowl party because they are America's number one 
Sportsbook. I'm really excited about our new sports betting partner, FanDuel. Uh, Locked On is the number one podcast network, in my opinion. So partnering up with the number one sportsbook in America is just a perfect match. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. If you download FanDuel right now, you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything as well. You get the money line, point spreads, single game parlays, regular parlays, teasers. Uh, You can even do who's going to be the first touchdown scorer in the game. And the FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Titans fans, we are going to cap off day two of off-season roadmap week. We got some more in-house free agents to discuss for the Titans. Before we get into it, though, got to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content on all platforms, all year round, always for free. As for your second listen, though, check out the Locked On NFL podcast. You get daily conversations on the biggest stories in the NFL, plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday and Monday. Local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes. You get a ton of content on the Locked On NFL podcast feed or on the Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Make sure you guys subscribe over there. I host the Thursday Locked On NFL show, so subscribing over there shows me a little bit of support as well, and I definitely do appreciate it. But we got more in-house free agents to discuss here. Number one, another restricted free agent, and it's Nick Westbrook Akine. And to tell you the truth, guys, I would do right a first refusal with NWI. The Titans need to revamp their wide receiver group. And while I would like to have NWI back as a wide receiver four or a wide receiver five, I'm just I'm just not gonna put a first round, second round, original round tender on NWI. He's just not that important. The Titans, again, they need to revamp their wide receiver core. They need to have better wide receivers instead of having these skinny tight ends like Cody Hollister and NWI. Look, I'd love to have NWI back, but I'm not paying more than about two and a half million dollars for his services. I'm simply not. I just don't care that much. You could find another Nick Westbrook Akine. You simply can. So if they want to bring him back at a super cheap rate and he wants to come back, then fine, but I mean, right of first refusal is $2.4 million on a one-year deal. That's what I would tender on NWI. So if somebody wants to take him and pay him more than that, go ahead, see ya, whatever. But if they don't, then you bring him back on a one-year $2.4 million deal. That seems fair to me. Uh, But if they just want to let him go and not tender him anything because they don't want to pay him $2.5 million, uh, then I'm fine with that too. It's time to revamp the wide receiver group. More speed, more athleticism. I would take Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond, 
these sort of guys far before I would want Nick Westbrook Akine back. The Titans have made mistakes at wide receiver, focusing on blocking way too much. We need wide receivers who get open and catch the ball and can make plays afterwards. So I'm fine with letting NWI go, but if they want to do right a first refusal tender and pay him one year, 2.5 million, then I'm fine with that. Aaron Brewer, same thing, man. I'll bring Brew back at $2 million, but nothing more. Nothing more. I mean, Aaron Brewer, I think, could start at center for the Titans, but realistically speaking, he's probably a backup in the NFL because he's so small. It's simple to me. It's not that you don't want Brewer or you don't want NWI back as depth players, but how much are you willing to pay on the cap for depth players with the Titans' financial situation? I'm not willing to pay $5 million on the cap for Brewer and NWI, who might be like just backups. I I, I, I simply can't I simply can't get down with that. <laughs> I, I can't. So uh cool with right of first refusal on those guys, but nothing more. Nothing more for me. Um moving forward here though, some other in-house free agents. Jeff Swaim, see ya. John Robinson giving him $3 million last year. Wild, man. Wild. Cannot have that happen again. If you want a, a, a tight end who just blocks, go find it for cheaper than that. Draft somebody, whatever it takes. You, you just can't give Swaim a couple million dollars. You simply can't do it. Um, also, a guy like Corey Levin. Like, to me, rather than paying Aaron Brewer $2.5 million, I'd rather pay Corey Levin a million and let Corey Levin start at center, who has proven that, yeah, he's a borderline starter, but not much worse than Aaron Brewer, maybe even a little bit better than Aaron Brewer and for less money. Corey Levin's been on practice squads. He's moved around the NFL. There's no NFL teams out there ready to give Corey Levin a starting spot guaranteed with multiple million dollars. That ain't happening. So stay in Tennessee where you've had your best success. Be a starter but we're only going to pay you like a million bucks. To me, that makes way more sense than giving Aaron Brewer two to $3 million to come back. So I'm down with bringing Levin back. Andrew Adams, nasty knee injury. I like Andrew Adams. He had some great moments as a depth, safe, depth safety for the Titans filling in for Imani Hooker, but he's probably just not going to be ready to play next year. So it's going to be hard to justify giving him a contract. Um, Morgan Cox. The long snapper. He's amazing. He's a great long snapper. One of the best long snappers in the league. You bring him back. And he's a long snapper. It's going to cost you less than a million bucks. So bring Cox back. Uh, Josh Dobbs. Look, Josh Dobbs was on practice squads all year. He had some time with the Browns before Watson came back or whatever. But the Titans got him off Detroit's practice squad. So I'm bringing back Josh Dobbs. And if Malik doesn't show significant improvement during training camp, I'm just cutting Malik from the 53-man roster and bringing Josh Dobbs as the backup quarterback because the Titans need a better backup quarterback. It's that simple. They need a better backup quarterback than what they've had the last four years. So Dobbs is better than Logan Woodside. Dobbs is better than Malik Willis. So I'm down with bringing Dobbs back. It's going to be less than a million bucks. It's not like it's going to cost them a lot of money or anything like that. So I'm in with it. Um, and also, just so you guys know, during the offseason, only your top 51 
highest amount contracts actually count towards the salary cap. So there's a chance guys like Corey Levin, guys like Josh Dobbs, guys like Morgan Cox may not even be factored into the top 51 until after the roster is set after the third preseason game. So no reason not to bring those guys back. An exclusive rights free agent, Naquan Jones. Naquan Jones got passed up on the depth chart. I'm a big fan of Naquan Jones, but I, I just don't see a realm where the Titans need to bring him back. Now, he's an exclusive rights free agent, which is different than a restricted free agent. If the Titans want to bring Naquan Jones back, there's nothing he can do about it. That's just the way the rules work. They can give him a one-year contract for very low money, and they own his rights. There's nothing he can do about it, but I think the Titans can do better with their interior depth on the defensive line. I uh, want to mention a couple of other players here that are also in-house free agents. Uh, A.J. Moore, Dennis Daly, uh, Lonnie Johnson, Dylan Cole, Chris Conley, Terrence Mitchell, Mario Edwards, um, Trenton Cannon, Dontrell Hilliard. I think the Titans need... Here's the reality. Dontrell Hilliard did fine. But you can find a guy who did what Dontrell Hilliard did late in the draft. There are rookies that come out every year that can do that. Rand Carthon found Elijah freaking Mitchell in the sixth round. We don't need to give Dontrell Hilliard any kind of veteran contract. They can move on and do better. Um, Mario Edwards. I would bring Mario Edwards back. I would maybe consider bringing Lonnie Johnson back. But to be honest with you guys, A.J. Moore, Dennis Daly, Lonnie, Dylan Cole, uh, Chris Conley, Terrence Mitchell, Trenton Cannon. Who cares? There's no need to commit any kind of money to those guys before the summer. If you get to the summer and you want to add some veterans at certain spots, go ahead. But there's no reason to rush. Those guys aren't getting picked up anytime soon. So that's kind of the list of in-house free agents, the free agents that really matter. In my opinion, tomorrow, again, we're going over team needs and a little special for you guys. I'm going to break down the Titans' current current salary cap situation at the beginning of the episode because we finally got official word here as I'm recording the show. We got official word on what the salary cap will be next season. So we're going to break all that down tomorrow, go through the entire offense, every position, and determine whether the Titans need to fill needs in the draft, free agency, or both. Excited for one of my favorite off-season games. That's going to be tomorrow. Make sure you don't miss it. Subscribe to the Locked on Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream. That's going to do it for me today, though, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.